Welcome to Haven Today at Christmas time. Christmas is here again. Every year, certain things stay the same colder weather, candy, presents, time with family. But Christmas trees have changed through the years. There's more variety now than ever before, including artificial trees. Many still love the tradition of chopping down their own tree. I tried it once, but artificial trees are growing in popularity. No messy needles or fire hazards, and it makes life a whole lot easier for those allergic to pine. But where do the artificial trees come from? Well, they came from Bethlehem, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, that is. German immigrants used candles to decorate tree-shaped wood pyramids in 1747. Decades later, more Germans got involved. Deforestation in Germany itself led to a shortage of live Christmas trees, and so a trend was born. Nearly 13 million artificial trees will be purchased in North America this year. Our traditions change over the years, but here's something that never changes. Christ was born in Bethlehem, and he saves his people from their sins. I'm Charles Morris, and we're continuing in our series called The First Christmas Songs. And on this December 7th, we still remember Pearl Harbor, 81 years ago today. All week, we've been thinking about the various songs that Luke recorded in his gospel, songs of rejoicing about the coming and arrival of Jesus. And on this Wednesday, we're going to look at the song that the angels sang to the shepherds in Luke chapter 2. Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. That song is all about grace, because it's a song about Jesus, the King of grace. Before we think about that song, though, I want to send you a Christmas album that's full of worship about the coming of Christ. It's simply called Christmas Songs, and it's from my friend Fernando Ortega. What child is this who lay to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping? Joy to the of music from Fernando Ortega's Christmas Songs CD. This special album is full of Christmas carols that'll point your heart to the true meaning of Christmas. And for your gift to the ministry, I'd like to send it to you so that you'll have time to enjoy it for the holidays. But call us today so we can ship it to you right away. Tomorrow is the last day we can send it regular mail with the hopes that you'll get it in time for Christmas. Our number for after the program is 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. Or go online. You can hear some of the samples we have there from the CD and make your gift at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And just before we open with our first Christmas song together. Let me remind you, we still have the boxed set of Little Pilgrim's Big Journey, parts one and two, for your gift as well. This is the sort of present that won't be forgotten all next year, or even after that. This retelling of John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress is filled with the gospel, a perfect gift for the kids in your life. But guess what? You'll enjoy it as well. 
but you need to order and call us today so we can get it in the mail ASAP in time for Christmas. And now let's open the program with Barlow Girl, an angelic proclamation medley. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. of Christmas carols featuring some of the words the angels sang when Jesus was born. A song called Angelic Proclamation, sung for us by Barlow Girl here on Haven Today. 
and the programs called the First Christmas Songs. I want us to look at the song that the angels sang when Jesus was born. You read about it in Luke chapter 2. Let's read it together right now. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks by night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of Bethlehem, a Savior's been born to you. He's the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You'll find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, The shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Now that, my friend, is an amazing story. In the middle of the story, there's a song of Christmas, glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. That word favor in the original language, is the same word we hear proclaimed over Jesus at his baptism, as well as transfiguration. Do you remember that special word? On both occasions, Jesus' baptism and transfiguration, we get a special demonstration from heaven. At Jesus' baptism, we hear the Father speaking over the Son, and the Spirit descends in the form of a dove. Then those incredible words we all long to hear about ourselves. This is my Son in whom I'm well pleased. The same words from heaven at Jesus' transfiguration. This is my son, whom I love. With him I'm well pleased. And in our song of Christmas that we're considering for a few minutes together, which the angels sang, we get a proclamation. It's really a worship song mixed with a blessing. The first half ascribes worship to the Lord, glory to God in the highest heaven. The second half of our song is a blessing, and on earth. And then this word, shalom, peace, among those with whom he is pleased. In all three of these events, Jesus' baptism, Jesus' transfiguration, and in our worship song of Christmas, we get a message from heaven. Whether the Father is speaking, or in this case, the angels are speaking or singing, the heavens are torn open, and we hear a message from the very heart of the Lord. And it's a simple message summed up in a single word. Shalom, peace, peace to those on earth on whom his favor rests. That blessing is all about grace. Two things about our story tell us that the peace that the Lord proclaims is all about grace. First, peace comes to shepherds. Second, the sign of peace comes wrapped in a manger. 
Let me explain that. First, the fact that this song comes to shepherds is pretty astonishing. These shepherds are people we read about year after year at Christmas time, so it may seem obvious that angels would come and sing this song of Christmas to them, but we don't know their names. And in their day, shepherds were not the most significant members of society, to say the least. Remember in the Old Testament when Samuel is looking to anoint the next king of Israel after the first evil king Saul had failed? Who's he looking for? He looks for a strong, significant man. Eliab, Abinadab, and Shammah all have the appearance of a king, and Samuel thinks, yes, these men can save us. These men can help to rescue Israel. But the Lord says, no, none of these impressive people in our eyes will do. The Lord looks at the heart. So who does Jesse, the father of all these men, send after his older seven sons were passed over? Well, the Lord's favor and anointing comes to a small, young shepherd, the youngest. His name was David. Why? Because the Lord works through weakness to show grace and his power. Now back to our Christmas song. We don't know how old these shepherds were in Luke 2, but they were not very significant in the eyes of the world. We've heard earlier in chapter 2 a roll call of the people who mattered to this generation. It reads like this. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. Luke drops these significant names so that we can place ourselves historically. But then, as the story is told, these two great, strong, impressive people are set aside. And the camera shifts to a dark night or some seemingly insignificant field outside Bethlehem. God wants to tell a story about grace. The Lord doesn't deliver his message of peace and shalom to Caesar Augustus or Quirinius. His message, his heavenly choir of angelic armies sings to humble shepherds. Now that's surprising. When we think about angels singing this peace, this shalom to humble shepherds, we should be surprised. But second, we get a sign. The shepherds bring a word of prophecy to these shepherds unto you. That is to you shepherds is born this day in the city of David, a savior who is Christ the Lord. And now, the surprising audience of this heavenly prophecy get an equally surprising sign. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. Everything seems wrong about this picture. The Savior of the world should make his appearance and should be announced in a moment of glory and strength. But it doesn't happen that way. Young, Dependent, nursing from his mother, because he has to be protected from the cold, Mary's wrapped him in swaddling cloths. Where has he been placed? He's in a cattle trough. I have to say, when young parents these days get ready for their babies to be born, it's quite a bit more extravagant an event than it used to be. Babies even get their own gift registries, and the list can be quite elaborate. Of all the new babies I've seen born, I don't know any young parents who are willing to buy a little feeding trough where animals would eat and, and then place their little baby down to sleep there. And yet only this sign to the shepherds will do. 
the Lord has come in a surprisingly, some might even say ridiculous, I don't like to use that word too often, but I will, Jesus comes in a ridiculously humble way. Why is it so necessary that shepherds receive this message and kings never hear about it? That the sign of Jesus' coming is seeing him laying in a feeding trough for animals. Because this song from the angels that peace has come and the good favor of God rests with men and women, this song from heaven, it's a grace song. It is a surprising song because it's a song that God sings over us. It's a song we never deserve to hear. We are the ones who never should have been the audience listening to the good news about Jesus. We were the ones who were out in a dark field and never should have heard peace and favor resting on us. We were the ones who would never expect to see the king of the world lying in a manger. That first night he was sleeping in a trough that needed to be cleaned out from all the leftovers of the animal's food before he could have even laid there. Who would write a story like this? Only a God who surprises us, who dazzles us with his grace. He's the Lord who stoops down from heaven to see the needy and humble faces of those who need a word of peace and blessing. Shalom. The Apostle Paul bursts out with a series of grace lines when he tells us to remember where we came from. 1 Corinthians 1, 26. Brothers and sisters, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. That's the kind of Messiah who chooses shepherds to hear the song of Shalom. Verse 27, but God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. Verse 28, God chose the lowly things of this world like a baby the king and lord of the world lying in a manger. And Paul continues, God chose the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are so that no one may boast before him. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God. That is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Well, we had no hope if it weren't for Jesus. But praise God, he found us like the unlikely shepherds, and he sings a song of peace over us. And this little baby will grow up and defeat the world, the flesh and the devil, our strongest enemies, by being weak himself, by going to the shameful death of a cross. That's good news. That's gracious news to those of us like you and me who never deserve to hear it. May we see the songs of Christmas as songs of grace enveloping his people who never deserve to have that favor and a Lord who smiles over us and says, this is my son, this is my daughter in whom I am well pleased. Angels we have heard on
That's why this jubilee, why your joyous strains prolong. Say what may the tidings be, which inspire your heavenly song. voice and his style so recognizable also very comforting a christmas carol filled with the good news of great joy angels we have heard on high sung for us by fernando ortega from his christmas songs album that we have for your gift to the ministry haven today i'm charles morris the program is called the first christmas songs i'd really like to get you this album in time to enjoy for christmas My wife and I have been so blessed by it, and I know you will be as well. So many of the songs you hear uh, on the radio or at a shopping mall are just plain empty. I'll admit I enjoy whistling along to White Christmas or Frosty the Snowman or Jingle Bells, but Christmas is so much more than just that. It's about a Savior coming to this world, a Savior who came to rescue his people from their sins. And that's exactly what Fernando Ortega reminds us of on his Christmas album. It's really a worship album with familiar carols and a couple of instrumentals that will warm your heart and your home with the good news that Christ was born. Why don't you call us right now or go online right now? Because tomorrow 
is the final day we can send this regular mail with the hopes of getting it to you by Christmas. And one more Christmas gift suggestion before I give you our contact information. We still have the box set of Little Pilgrim's Big Journey, Parts 1 and 2, for your minimum gift to the ministry. These storybooks are a perfect gift for the children in your life. And let me say, they won't be forgotten in January. Epic storybooks filled with colorful illustrations and easy-to-follow words, and they hold true to John Bunyan's original Pilgrim's Progress. Get one for yourself. Order one for a family that you want to point to Jesus. And remember, as a bonus, we're sending you a free audio version of both books when you get the set from us. Call us right now. Won't you do it now? At 800-65-HAVEN. That's 800-65-HAVEN. Or visit us online. Listen to samples from the album. Take a look at samples from the book. And then make your gift at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And with the new year quickly approaching, let me say we have a very large goal to meet. So I want to suggest a way that some listeners may be able to help. If you have a donor-advised fund or an IRA, would you pray about making a significant gift to help us catch up? Feel free to contact us to learn more. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again, I'll share with you the great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Christmas time is getting closer, and that means we're hearing more and more about the birth of Christ. It's a wonderful time of the year. Remember, the birth of Jesus is a way we reorient ourselves as Christians to what is most important in the midst of a world that is hostile to Christ, or as Psalm 2 puts it, where the nations are raging and plotting in vain, it's important to remember something else Psalm 2 tells us. The Lord has set his king in Zion, and that king is Jesus Christ. Christ was born a king, and he sits on the throne. So listen to Psalm 2, kiss the son, revere him in faith, worship the newborn king. Spend more time with Jesus visit getanchor.com.